You're listening to the Wander Well Podcast, your place for travel and wellness, entrepreneurship how-tos, transparency, inspiration, and motivation. I'm your host, Katie J. Hello, hello, and welcome to Tell All Tuesday number five. It's amazing. It's we're already on the fifth week of this podcast, which is crazy. So the fun fact of the day is that my mom is visiting me here in Costa Rica this weekend. So it's very fun to have her here. I would say that she and I have been able to connect on a whole another level this weekend, which I find extremely lovely. She actually shared a story with me today that I want to pass along to you guys because it had a pretty profound impact on me. So my dad grew up in a small town in Texas called Caldwell. And we still go back there because he inherited my grandfather's house when he passed away a few years ago. I never met my paternal grandmother. She passed away before my dad even got into law school, so well before my parents were even thinking about having kids. The house my dad grew up in is in the backcountry of Texas on a dirt road, and my grandmother grew up at the end of that dirt road. There were two small houses on the property, both not too far from the river, and she never left. She lived and she died on that country road. Of course, she would go into towns and major cities for events or to visit her children, but for the most part, she never really left that area. A few weeks ago, my parents were on that back property showing some friends around and talking about family history. My dad was telling them what I just told you about my grandmother. And then it dawned on him. He added, she always wanted to travel. She always wanted to see the world. And she never could. And you know what? I think Katie got her spirit. All Katie wants to do is go, 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 live life without borders, see the world, and create something outside of her comfort zone. And hearing this gave me chills. (laughs) I know most of you don't know my father, but to hear him talk about the transfer of spirits is something I never thought that I would hear. So anyways, the second fun fact of the day is that I am my grandmother, Emma Jones. I'm curious, do any of you see yourself as a reflection of your grandparents or great-grandparents? If so, shoot me an email, katie, K-A-T-I-E, at wanderwellpodcast.com. I want to know about it. I want to hear how your life might be a manifestation of the desires and dreams of the loved ones before you. If you haven't already, you should check out yesterday's episode, which is a manifestation meditation where you get to... Think about living out your desires and how you can phrase your desires as if you already have them in order to leverage the law of attraction and make things happen. It's exciting how it works. So there's your weekly dose of spirituality. Now let's move back into the story of entrepreneurship. I left off telling you guys a bit about the courses that I bought to learn about digital marketing. And today I'm going to dive a bit deeper into some of those investments that I've made on learning different marketing strategies in my first few months of having a product. 
And next week, I'll get back into how I went from travel journals to apparel, because another big jump from, remember, we've gone from tassels to travel journals, and then eventually I ended up in apparel, which I'm no longer doing. So we'll discuss that. And I think it's important for you to understand this digital marketing aspect of my journey, because if you want to start a business, you're going to have to market it. And I made a few, I don't like to call them mistakes, but there are a few things that I did that were not educated decisions that you can make, that you can avoid making if you just know these things about digital marketing. So let's go ahead and get started with question number one. What is the difference between a digital entrepreneur and a digital marketer? This is not a Google definition. This is just my own definition. So let's be clear about that. But a digital entrepreneur is someone who makes a digital product and then sells it. So someone who made a software and then they're going to sell it. That's a digital entrepreneur to me. Whereas what I was doing was being a digital marketer. Someone else made the product. Alice made her journal product and I was just branding that product as a travel journal where you can record your thoughts as you travel the world and I was marketing it to wanders and yogis and people who are really introspective and so that was the brand. I was branding and marketing someone else's product. So that made me a digital marketer. There's not there's no good way or bad way to take on the digital world. You can be an entrepreneur or a marketer. It just depends on if you have something to offer. So this podcast currently makes me a digital entrepreneur because I am creating content and putting it on the interwebs for you guys to enjoy. Now, this content is free. We'll get into the back-end logistics of how do you make money on a podcast in later episodes. Another question is, what is an influencer? So a lot of you follow Instagram accounts that are maybe they're surfers or they're yoga instructors or yogis. They might be a NASCAR driver or, you know, a famous Olympian. All of these people have a lot of followers on Instagram, let's just say, or Snapchat. And they have the power to influence your opinion. Because if they say, I am the I'm the Olympic world champion in downhill skiing and this is what I use as my protein powder you are probably going to want to buy that protein powder. So they influence your opinion because they are an influencer. And influencers are another form of digital marketers. They are marketing a product to you digitally. Companies will go to them and say, hey, you have our audience base. Your audience is the same as our audience. So if you will just market our product for us, we'll pay you X amount for a mention or if maybe they'll even give you a discount code. So how discount codes work are that, I don't know if you guys could hear the outdoor screaming going on, but discount codes work that, let's say, and this is something that I actually did with my journal business, is I gave my ambassadors discount codes. And then when you use the discount code to buy a journal, then they get a percentage of that profit. So the customer gets a discount and the marketer gets a cut of that profit. 
And just so you guys know, Instagram doesn't actually like the whole influencer world because when companies go directly to influencers, they're not paying Instagram for ads, right? They're just play, paying the the influencer directly. So Instagram is going to probably in the future find ways to cut back on that. And I've already seen, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I've already seen a few influencers, it'll say in the top part of their photo, it'll say, this is a sponsored post. And so they're, that the influencer is just trying to be very transparent about yes, I'm recommending this product, but they're also paying me to recommend it to you. And so that's, I think that's a good thing. I think people should know that they're, it's not that product placement is happening and it's not just this organic thing where people naturally want to just tell you about all the products that they, that they really like. For example, the other day I posted about a granola bar that my mom brought for me all the way from the U.S. You can't get it here in Costa Rica. They're called Go Macro Bars. They are not paying me a single cent. I really, really just like Go Macro macro Bars, and I want you guys to know about them. However, I would love it if they paid me. It would be so cool if I could be considered someone who has their audience, and they're willing to say, hey, we'll give you $20 to mention Go Macro on your podcast. Did they do that? No. Will they one day? Absolutely. So at this point in my journey, I have the store set up. The I'm not super happy about how the journals come in, but they exist and I'm going to work on the packaging. So now how do I get eyes on those journals? Well, I planned to reach out to influencers and have them help me market these journals. People who are writing, who are writing in vans, people who are traveling about a lot. Travel bloggers would be great people to have my. So at this point I have a store open, right? I have a Shopify store that has my journals and while I'm not crazy about the packaging it's something that I'm working on the back end so the next question is how do you get eyes on your store how do you get traffic and so that's what I'm that's what I'm really trying to figure out in late October early November as I'm building out my store and trying to market so I look to influencers and I start reaching out to people asking if they would like to partner with me as a brand and I send them a journal they post about it and then they get a discount code and their customers would get a discount with the journals and they get a portion of the proceeds didn't really work um, because I would in a lot of cases I would have to send the journals to the influencer beforehand and because they were travel bloggers and van life people, they were all over the place and it could take months to get the journal to them. So I thought I would use my friends and family as marketers. Like they would be my influencers. They would be the ones that had discount discount codes. They would be the ambassadors. And so I started the ambassador program and called these women Wander Women. They were the ones who had their own unique discount codes that I would create in the Shopify website. Again, Shopify is very good for e-commerce and they help you do all this stuff already on the store. And so I would use my ambassadors to spread the word about the journals. And this was really nice because it showed me all of the amazing friends that I have that were willing to sign up as ambassadors and help me out and they would get something out of it too should things sell with their codes. So it was really, I really liked the idea, but in the actual execution, I don't think that it was, it just wasn't successful. And I don't know 
particularly why it wasn't. Um, part of it was probably just because the journals were not up for long enough. I By the time that program with the ambassadors was launched, they were not there wasn't enough brand recognition built around it. And then I also didn't keep them up long enough. So that's probably why it didn't work as well as it could have. Remember when I told you guys about being able to market on Facebook when you know someone is interested in travel and then putting an ad in front of them? So this happens on YouTube as well. It happens on pretty much all social media. So I was on YouTube searching for how to master Shopify and how to sell things on Shopify, blah, blah, blah. And this really smart marketing company called AWOL Academy had ads up on those pages and on those YouTube videos. So before I could even watch the YouTube video, I had to watch this ad with a man named Kala Kanai. And he was walking into his mansion in Hawaii or wherever he is and talking about digital marketing course that he has and how you can get started for $30 today and blah, blah, blah. And so obviously my eye was caught. I needed a way to market my product. So I was looking into AWOL Academy and they kind of worked my worked me up the value ladder. So I can't really remember how much each thing was each thing cost. I think it was actually a free seminar that you could go to to learn about the basics of digital marketing, which I found really helpful. And then you could upgrade to $99 for the training. And the training is actually pretty complete. I didn't finish the training. Um, it was very detailed and very helpful. But what I didn't like a lot about AWOL Academy and about the training is that within the digital marketing that they promote, they promote the type of digital marketing that's very emotionally driven, right? So a lot of their examples were, are you looking to lose weight? You know, send, send in your email here and we'll give you the secret losing weight formula or whatever. And on a, a point of transparency, they were, one of the things that they gave an example for advertising was something that I have bought before in the past. It was like these green coffee beans that are supposed to help you lose weight. And, you know, everyone who has struggled with their weight before knows that these types of headlines are very emotionally driven and do get you to buy into something that is completely unnecessary. And so because of the examples that they gave during their training, I got really turned off by the training. So I didn't continue and finish the $99 training that they, that I paid for because I was so turned off by the way that they marketed that I couldn't even finish it. So when you guys are looking at marketing courses or courses online, if you get a bad feeling about something, you should really trust it because I, I'm sure AWOL Academy is great and people can make a lot of money through them. But in addition to the way that they market, which is very catchy and meant to almost psychologically trick you into thinking that you need something. Uh, in addition to that, the next bump up, like the next product that they offered was in the thousands. Um, actually, I think it was maybe $1,000 and then the next product was $5,000 the next product was $10,000. And I actually got a phone call with one of their mentors because um, that was one of the, that was included in the $99 package and one of the mentors just immediately jumped to the 10 grand and you know there was a 3 month guarantee we guarantee that you're going to have 
made this 10 grand back if you, you know, invest it today. And I was just, I had 10 grand to spend, but I was just not into that type of marketing, um, especially this, the whole guarantee thing. Like you can't guarantee anyone's success. <laughs> you really can't. So um, to each their own, if that's something that you're really drawn to. I, I also felt like AWOL Academy was very, like even their logo, which is very extreme looking, looks very masculine to me. And so that's not the type of marketing that I was looking at doing. And so I didn't spend any more money with them. So back to the drawing board, still looking at ways to market my products and then hopefully at some point someone else's products. So I turned to the Digital Marketing Institute, which I think I just found from a Google search, and I ended up actually paying two grand for their course. And their courses, you have started in November and I have until May to finish it. And I've gone through the first module. <laughs> so the first of 10 modules. So I'm, it's very detailed and it's based in Dublin so all the teachers have these awesome accents and there's a I have a tutor and a group discussion email chain that goes all the time and some people are constantly asking questions which I think is cool but because I'm not actually taking the course currently because I'm so involved in Bodhi and in enjoying my time here and I'm producing this podcast I I haven't taken the course and I've kind of just it's one of those things where sometimes you just didn't go to class in college <laughs> most of the time I did and some of the times it was like oh I just don't feel like this I don't feel like going today and it's kind of what it's like but I have until May so I'm gonna maybe just cram it all in in April we'll see I'll make a game game decision here in the next few weeks but Basically, it's a $2,000 course, and it teaches you everything about digital marketing and how to be a digital marketer. And this is a very professional-looking course. It was, you know, they're, even down to their logo, their website just makes it look very professional. And in addition to looking professional, they also have a certification that you can get, but you have to take an exam. So they have exam rooms all over the world, and they even have one in Costa Rica, which is why I purchased the course. And they're pretty serious about it. You have to complete it within six months in order to get certified. So I thought that seemed pretty legit and seemed more along the lines of what I was looking for for digital marketing. And here I am not having done it. So that could be $2,000 down the drain, which is a little painful to say out loud, but I'm just telling you guys how it is. So the one course that I did take from the Digital Marketing Institute was, or at least the one module that I had to take was on SEO. And that was one of the things that I think kind of overwhelmed me about the course is that we started learning about SEO and it kind of just blew my brains out <laughs> because I don't know what you guys know about SEO, but basically it's search engine optimization. So when you type into a search engine, what is this bump on my leg and all these all of these results come up. Someone has written an article, bump on leg causes and prevention, you know? And so then you click on that article, seems reasonable. It's from the medicaljournal101.com. Seems awesome, you click on it. And what that company did was they anticipated what you were going to put in the search engine and then they optimize their article so that they will be at the top of Google's list. And so this happens all day, every day. Bloggers do it. 
podcasters do it, although I'm pretty bad at it. And it's just one of those things where you want to be seen by those who are searching and we all trust and know Google. So what I found from this course when we learned about SEO is that Travel Journals and Wander Woman was not I was not going to show up in SEO because my website was very new. I didn't mention the words strategically enough. They weren't very specific. There are a lot of other companies out there that use the words travel journal. And actually, every time you type in Wander Woman with an A, you're going to get Wander Woman. It's going to autocorrect to the superhero. So SEO is used by bloggers when they want to make sure that their blog ends up at the top. So what to do in Paris, right? And so all these travel bloggers have written about things to do in Paris, the top 10 things to do in Paris, top five restaurants to eat at in Paris. And so they're trying to get to the top of the search engine, and that is search engine optimization. Companies run their entire digital marketing strategy on that sometimes, which I don't recommend because all it takes is Google to change their algorithm or to take you off. They can manually just take you off. Some people's companies have just, or some people's marketing strategies have just been ripped out from underneath them if Google blocks their page for some reason. So you have to be really careful about putting all your eggs in one basket. Okay, that's been a lot of information so far. I covered the difference between a digital entrepreneur and a digital marketer whether or not you make your own products versus market somebody else's. I covered AWOL Academy, which was a $99 investment that I made in a style of digital marketing that I don't currently, I don't agree with. And I also talked about the Digital Marketing Institute, which is a very professional grade marketing course that gives you a certification after you've taken an exam. We also covered SEO, search engine optimization, which is just one way to market. You can also market on Instagram and on Facebook, paid-per-click advertising, all these other ways you can market your products and services. So next week, I'll get into ClickFunnels. And ClickFunnels is the, it was both a course that I took, so it has a lot of training involved. It's also a application. So it is a actually a software founded by Russell Brunson. And I also paid for the Click Start program, which included seven sessions with a mentor to help me learn, not only learn how to use ClickFunnels, but how to really optimize it for any business. And this is what really changed the way that I approached my business online and why I started to actually eventually move away from t-shirts so or apparel rather. So I'll talk about that maybe in two weeks. ClickFunnels is, no, I'll talk about it next week. ClickFunnels is really important. It's something I'm still using and something I still really like and really recommend to new entrepreneurs and to digital marketers and entrepreneurs. So stay tuned for that. ClickFunnels will be next week, a full review of ClickFunnels. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I will catch you guys tomorrow for a Wonder Woman Wednesday where we interview Fallon, who is a school counselor and avid traveler, and we'll talk about how she balances both. Have a great day.